0: To the mopcast Network.
1: My love is like a storybook story, but it's as real as the feelings I feel. My love is like a storybook story.
2: With an acting career spanning more than sixty-four years, Mr. Clyde. Rev- Deleted a lot of scenes and parts of scenes. So please bear with us. Most of you already know the script. So just have fun as we completely screw this up. Alright?
3: We'll
2: Yeah, I told them it was a cold, a very cold week. Which makes it more interesting and more fun as you guys club your lines. Yeah. Now they will ad lib. And they may even create a few new voices for us. We'll see.
0: We will. Okay, the first assignments.
2: Clyde, will you be the narrator and the grandfather? Veronica, please take Princess Buttercup. Jim Cummings, would you be Wesley? Yes, do we have
1: pencils? (laughs) Does Um, anybody have any pencils? How about backstage?
0: Backstage. Because I I, I already forgot my name, much
1: less who I'm playing. So that's not a good
2: sign, right? I'm wrong. Uh, stagehands, volunteers, we need some pens and pencils up here on the stage, please? Yes.
0: Or you could, you know, throw pencils, underwear, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see, Mark, would you meet me, please? Yes, but you can make damn fine soup. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark! At
2: the, at the end of the show, we'll bring them back to the front. You can claim your you writing utensils at that time. Thank you, you so much. So Thank you. Oh, look at this. They all of the good. I have people, uh, Florida. Uh, Florida. Who's responsible for this? Okay, so Clyde is grandfather and narrator, Veronica is Buttercup, Jim is
4: Wesley, Mark is Humperdinck, Clay is the Z, Dana Inigo, uh, Ricky the Zick, Oh, what?
0: It. F? Yes. F- do we, how far are yeah. yeah do we know anybody's? how long we're reading or uh. uh, uh, what's that? I think she'll get, get to about page six. We're going to try oh, uh, to get to a page,
2: ten. No, I mean, as these voices, are we switching off or? We're going to switch off on scene ten. Okay, so oh up to page eight.
1: If you're reading along in your
2: hymnals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ten. Great, Thank you. I can't take I to okay. okay, Clyde is narrator and the grandfather. Veronica, I mean, yeah, Veronica is Buttercup. Jim is Wesley. Mark is Humbergate. Clay is Lindini. Dana is Zinigo. And Ricky, you're the... <laughs>
0: How are we doing so far?
2: <laughs> and on behalf of myself, and my
1: fellow thespians, we who are about to Tourette salute you, and, and uh, <laughs> I apologize
0: for at least me. Okay, and also, as you now have your assignments, please pick a
2: voice from your bowl. I love these. <laughs>
0: okay. okay, do we say who we're
5: doing it as, or do we just do a voice? No, right? well, I a
2: voice from your bowl. So like you pick a voice from the bowl, right? We don't have to but if you just, no, no. You just do it and let them go. Listen, as long as no one's
1: recording this, i right. <laughs> Okay, this is
0: awesome.
6: So you want me Okay, go ahead. From the top here? Yes. Okay. Act 1, scene 1. Buttercup's farm.
5: Buttercup holds the reins of her horse, while in the background wesley in the stable door. Far boy, polish my horse's saddle. I want you to see. No, actually, I want to see my face shining in it by morning. Oh,
0: <laughs> as you wish. <laughs>
5: as you wish. Was only.
6: When, she was, when he was saying, as you wish, what he meant was, I love you. And even more amazing was the day she realized she truly loved him back.
5: Bar boy, fetch me that picture. As you
6: wish. <laughs> 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 it, it's the kids' room.
0: No money for marriage, so he packed his few belongings and left the farm to seek his fortune
6: across the sea. no eight
0: We're going to change voices now.
2: Um, Ricky, can you be the narrator, which will be uh, the scene in and my mind? Clyde, will you be Inigo? Jim Vinzini? Veronica? Jim, Uh, Jim, will you be uh, uh, Vinzini? Yes. And uh, Clay, would you be the man in black? The man in black? The man in black. And Mark, will you be Buttercup? <laughs> Dana, would you be Clumper Dink? Jim, I'm going to give you another part. Would you be Count Rugen? And Veronica, another part. Would you be the albino?
4: The
2: yeah. So two different voices for each one of those,
4: please. OK. We're
2: going to where? We're going to start at uh, the top of page 8, C10. Yes. And we're going to go until scene twenty-four. Uh, let's
0: see. Now, Jim's got Benzini and Okay. Twenty-four
2: is on page twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is our professional voice directors. This is good.
0: He's got only himself. Did I make it clear that your job is a stake? <laughs> Stanley makes it to the top. Mazzini
4: leaps off, takes out a knife, cuts the rope.
1: He didn't fall. Inconceivable.
3: me. Uh, Sorry. I, uh, you know, thanks.
4: Inigo draws his sword
6: and loosens up with a few
4: perfect press.
6: I do not suppose you would speed things up. Uh, you know, if you're in a
3: hurry you could uh, lower a rope or a uh, tree branch or, you know, find something, you know, like uh, useful to do. I
0: could do that. In fact, Another room, right here. But I do not think
3: that you will accept my help, since I am only waiting around to, to kill you. Uh, you yeah, know, well, that does put a damper on our relationship.
6: But <laughs> well, I promise, I will not kill you until you reach the top.
3: Oh, yeah, hey, that's a uh, comforting life, but uh, I'm, I'm afraid you're still going to have to wait. I hate waiting. I don't my word as a Spaniard. Uh, uh, I've known too many Spaniards. <laughs> you don't know any
6: way you'll trust me?
3: Uh, nothing will come to mind.
6: <laughs> Swear on the soul of my father, Domingo Montoya.
0: You will fetch the top alive. Yeah, he uh, throw me the rope. <laughs> so, so, check this out. ego right?
4: hurls oh. a small coil of rope. The man in black raises the cliff top and he pulls out his sword thing.
3: Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, thanks. I'll wait, we'll wait until you're ready. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, thanks. <laughs> I do want me to pry, but don't you mind if have. Have six fingers on your right hand? Well, ain't everybody? Well, uh, I mean, do you always begin conversations this way? My father was slaughtered by a six-fingered man. He was a great
6: sword maker, my father. And when the six-fingered man appeared and requested a special sword, my father took the job. He slayed a year before he was done. He had his sword to the man
3: in Well, I've I've never seen a sword like this. A six-fingered man returned and demanded
6: it, but at one-tenth his promised price. My father refused without a word. The six-fingered man slashed him to the heart. I loved my father, so naturally challenged his murderer to a duel. I failed. The six-fingered man did leave me alive. Six-fingered sword, but he gave me a lease. He touches his scar like <laughs> So, uh,
3: you remember this, right? Like, uh, how old were you? I
5: was 11.
3: When I was
6: strong enough, I dedicated my life to studying the art of fencing. So the next time we meet, I will not fail. I will go up to My name is Inevo Antonia.
3: You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> so, you're like saying you've done uh, nothing but study swordplay?
6: More pursuit
3: than study lately. You
6: see, I cannot find him. It's been 20 years now. I'm starting to lose confidence. I just work with bit seedy to pay the bills. There's a lot of money, in revenge.
3: Uh, well, I for one uh, certainly hope you find him someday.
6: You are ready then?
3: Uh, you know, uh, I mean, even if I'm not, you know, like you've been more than fair. You seem
6: to a decent fellow.
3: I hate to kill you. <laughs> you know, yeah, I am a decent fellow, and, and you too, so, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to dying today. BEGIN! <laughs> and what we are starting now is going to be real sword fight Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, thanks. I worked hard to become so, you know. But, uh, you know, I admit it, you're better than I am. But, then why are you smiling? Oh, yeah, you know, and I'm, and, you know, like, why oh, are you smiling? And what is left? uh,
4: you know, I ain't left-handed. And he throws his 6 sword into the right hand, and the tide of the battle turns all crazy-like.
3: You are on me.
1: Get behind the boulder, huh? And in a few minutes, the man in black will come running around the bend.
4: The minute his head is in view, hit him with the rock! <laughs>
0: skill, against skill alone. Oh, so you mean you'll put down
3: your rock, and I'll put down my sword, and uh, we'll try to kill each other like, uh, you know, civilized people, right? Well, you know
0: what? I could kill you now.
3: Yeah, yeah, frankly, I think the odds are slightly in favor at, uh, in your favor at hand-fighting. It's because I'm so
0: big, but it, it's not my fault, being the biggest and the strongest, You know, I don't even exercise. He flips the rock away, the man in black dives, underneath. wait, the man in black dives and pheas his chest. Okay, that's what it says. And in general, makes any number of terrific wrestling moves, which
4: are pretty exciting. Uh, I drew some pictures, but I can't show you. Uh, just stands there, kind of taking in the scenery.
3: Uh, uh, hey, look, are you just, like, fiddling around with me here, or what? what?
5: I just want you to feel that you're doing well. I hate for people to die embarrassed.
3: As it reaches for the
4: man in black, drops to his knees, spins loose, and slips between the giant's legs. Oh, you're quick.
3: Yeah, a good thing, too. And why do you wear a mask?
5: Were you burned by acid or something like that?
3: Yeah, a what, like Phantom of the Opera? No, no. Yeah, it's, it's just that they're uh, you know they're terribly comfortable. You yeah, know, I think that uh, everybody will be wearing them, you know, sometime, you know, like futuristically. The man in black jumps for physics back, arms locked across the physics. Oh, physics wind pipe. That's in his the, the man in black increases the pressure! The physics goes to the earth and lies still. And, and yeah, I, you're going to have when you wake up. But uh, in the meantime, rest well and dream of large women.
4: <laughs> zine the oh.
3: Deleted okay. zine. Uh,
4: <clears throat> exterior Mountain Peak Day. The zine holds a knife at Buttercup's throat, which is a very pretty throat because she's a lady. She is blindfolded. A picnic spread is laid out with two large goblets and a small leather wine that comes running around the path. Sure.
1: It is down to you. And it is down to me. If you wish, Hot by all means keep moving forward. Uh, uh,
3: uh, yeah, let me explain. There's I mean. nothing to explain. You're trying to kidnap what I rightfully stole. Hmm. Uh, perhaps an arrangement can be reached here. There will be no arrangement. An impasse.
0: I'm afraid
1: show. I can't compete with you basically. <laughs> and you're no box in my brains. <laughs> you're not smart. <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, yeah, moron. Yeah. yeah, Really. Yeah. Well, in that case, I challenge you to a battle of wits for the
4: princess.
3: Man, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> another oh, to nun. The death. <laughs> Another one. I yes.
4: red liquid, the man in black poses a packet from his clothing, uh, which are kind of lumpy and you know squishy, which is the style at the time, and hands it to
3: the zini. Hey, uh, take a whiff of this action, Yeah, uh, but don't touch it. How it's spelled. Uh, it's odorless, uh, tasteless. Right. It dissolves uh, like instantly in liquid, and is among the more deadlier poisons known to man. Oh The man in black takes the goblets, turns his back.
4: A moment later, he turns again, <laughs> which is the opposite direction he was at before because he's turning and a little shell game maneuver puts one glass in front of his zini and the
3: other in front of himself. <coughs> uh, okay, uh, Yeah, where's the poison? But it's so
1: simple. All I have to do is divine from what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? Now, a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. But I'm not a great fool, so I could clearly not
0: choose the wine in front of you. God, I'm confusing myself, but <laughs> you must have known I was not a great fool. Pretty good one. You would have counted on it
1: so I could clearly not choose the wine
3: in front of me. But so um uh so, so what's your decision?
1: I haven't made it remotely and read the line right. <laughs> because my okay comes
6: from Australia.
1: You know town button. As everyone knows, and Australia is entirely China To having people not trust them, as you are not trusted by me, so er, go and hence
0: I can clearly not choose the one in front of you.
3: Yeah, truly, uh, you have an intellect that's like um, uh, dizzying. <laughs> oh, wait till I get going. <laughs> oh, hell, where was I? Tina?
0: Yes, no, us, no, Australia! And you must have suspected
3: I would have ruled the powder's origin. So,
1: I can clearly not use the wine in front of me.
3: Uh, you're just stalling
1: now. Oh, you'd like to think that would, of me. You've beaten my giant, which means you're exceptionally strong. So you could have put the poison in your own goblet, trusting on your own strength to save you. So I could clearly not choose the wine in front of you, but you've also bested my Spaniard. Thank God for these essays, Which means you must have studied, and in studying, you must have learned that man is mortal. So you would have put the portion as far from yourself as possible. God, this is a long speech. So I could clearly not choose the wine Mr. Sir Julian, when death is on the line,
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
4: He falls over dead and gets a great applause from the audience. because he the have a shot?
5: good like, uh, but too funny your highness I was giving you a chance that no matter where you take me there's no greater honor than Prince Humberdink they can track a falcon on a cloudy day they can find you
3: she so you, you like you like think your uh, your dearest love's gonna find you uh, I'm like gonna <laughs> So, like, who was this one of yours, you, like, the prince? The farm boy out there. Yeah, poor, poor and perfect, yeah, like with, the, with eyes like the sea after a storm or some, some poetic crap. Ah,
5: nothing you can say will upset me.
3: Well, he died well, so that should please you. No bribe attempts or blubbering. He simply said, please, please, I so want to live. <laughs> Yeah, it was the please that caught my memory, because, uh, you know, I asked him what was uh, so important for me that I, like, uh, want to keep on living like that. So, uh, true love is what he replied. And then he spoke to this girl, of surpassing beauty and faithfulness, and, uh, uh, I can only assume he meant you, uh, you know. But uh, you should bless me, for one, for destroying him before he, uh, you know, like, found out, uh, you know, what you really are. And what am I? Well, faithfulness he talked of, madam. Your enduring faithfulness. Now tell me truly, when you found out he was gone, did you, uh, get engaged, your prince, that same hour? Or did you, uh, like, wait a whole week out of respect for the dead?
0: You mocked me
5: once. Never do it again. I died that day! (laughs) Something catches the man of Black's attention. The dust cloud caused by Humperdinck's horses is rising up into the sky, all
4: fluffy and pretty like <laughs> buttercup. Oh, she push, pushed him. I was gonna write, say punch, mm-hmm. but it's, it's probably more dramatic to punch. But I'm gonna go ahead and push. Ah, oh, my God! Yeah, okay. Uh, she punch pushes him with <laughs> all the strength she has.
3: <laughs> um, uh, nonsense, you're only saying that because no one ever has. Uh,
4: exterior, the fire swamp, day. It really doesn't look any worse than any other moist, sulfurous, infernal horror you might run across. Like, you know, some people you've known in life, perhaps. <laughs> maybe your accountant. Maybe your mother-in-law. <laughs> A popping sound buttercup aside to save you as a great spun?
3: Spun of up. I don't like that word. Yeah, well, I, uh, I gotta say one thing. The fire swamps sure does keep you on your toes. Uh, this will all soon be but a happy memory because Robert's ship Revenge is anchored at the far end, and I, as you know, am
5: Robert's. What? How is it possible? Since he's been riding twenty
4: years, and you only left
3: me five years ago. Yeah, I know it's I'm rotten in math, but uh, <laughs> I myself am often surprised at life's little words. For you see, what I what I told you before about the, you know saying please was true. <laughs> it intrigued Roberts as did my descriptions of your beauty. Finally, Roberts decided something. He said, eh, "Okay, Wesley, I've." Uh, i never had a valet, so you can try it for tonight. It'll most likely kill you in the morning. So, so there, uh, three years, three years ago he said that. Uh, three years, yeah, it was a like three years, yeah. That's what he said, for three years. Hey, good night, Wesley, good work, sleep well. It'll most likely kill you in the morning. It makes total sense. It was a fine time for me. I was learning defense, to fight, Anything anyone would teach me. And Roberts and I eventually became friends.
0: And then it happened. <laughs> what? Go <laughs> on!
3: Well, you see, um, Roberts had grown so rich, he wanted to retire. So uh, he took me to his cabin and he told me his secret. I'm not the dread pirate Roberts, he said. Like, uh, you know, my name is Ryan. I inherited this ship from uh, the previous uh, Dread Pirate Roberts, uh, just as you will inherit it from me now. <coughs> uh, the man I inherited, inherited it from was not the real Dread Pirate Roberts neither. Uh, his name was Cumberbund. He's playing Doctor Strange, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hitler, the real Roberts has been retired 15 years and living like a king in Patagonia. Say that three times fast. Uh, Then he explained the name was the important thing for inspiring the necessary fear, you see. You see, no one would surrender to the dread pirate Roberts Wesley. It's like Will Wheaton. (laughs) (laughs) So, we sailed ashore, took on an entirely new crew, and he stayed aboard for a while as the first mate, all the time calling me Roberts. Once the crew believed, he left the ship, and I've been Roberts ever since. Uh, except now that we're together, uh, I'll you know I'll like retire and hand the name over to someone else. So uh, is that clear? Like clear as mud. Exterior edge of the fire swamp. Day.
4: Buttercup and Wesley leave the fire swamp. Hush. <laughs> they jump off. Pumpernickel. And three warriors appear on horseback, armed and ready.
3: Surrender. (laughs) You mean you wish to surrender to me? Uh, Very well then, I accept. Well, I gave you four
5: marks for
3: bravery. Don't make yourself a fool. I say death first.
5: Will you promise not to hurt him? What
3: was that? Yeah, what was that?
4: you for listening to the Mobcast Network.